G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is all about sweating bullets, but I do want to say at present I have had quite a bit of pregabalin and lorazepam, so we're feeling good, but I'm not sure how this episode's going to come out, but we'll give it a go. Okay, so let's begin. I'm in the dining room where everyone sits and it feels like all eyes are on me as I sit down and I have to sit at a table by myself of course. This my friends is social anxiety disorder in full flight as it has been the majority of the time that I've been here and what am I trying to achieve by sitting down here? Well it is the colour in a picture of a bird if you've been following my Instagram stories you will see me gradually filling out this coloring in bird thing that's given me great great stress and problems it's just too difficult it's too difficult my hand tremors too much anyway moving on a great exercise in mindfulness it is though it is but anyway to create a feeling of being closed off to everybody which feels safer in a way like putting imaginary walls up around me I have headphones on so I can focus on the music and hide in my head a bit better. So it's all about hiding in the head, but that's where the problems lay. It also blocks out any noise or chatter around me from the others, which for some reason to me feels threatening. Not sure why. I'm guessing, again, that is social anxiety disorder doing its thing. And once I start colouring in this bloody bird, the idea is that eventually I will be so engrossed in the process of colouring in between the lines, and mostly between the lines, and choosing the right colours to make the drawing as beautiful as it can be, that I will hone my attention and awareness solely on this task. It is at this point the benefits of colouring in exercises begins. But until we get to that point, I am sweating bullets. All eyes are on me. Everyone is negatively judging me, of course. Look at what he's wearing. Loser. Jeez, he's looking skinny, which is true. But in fairness, I've only just started hitting the weights again. So I'll bounce back and be jacked again in no time. You watch. Anyway, he is so pale. Look at how he holds the pencil. Like, what sort of idiot is this bloke? What sort of loser even colours in? Which is a funny one because even though many of these people are also doing colouring in exercises, I think um, this perfectly highlights how ridiculous some of these negative cognitions really are. And that's what we need to get away from. And of course, if I actually lift my head and scan the room, I'll find out very swiftly that in fact, no eyes are on me at all. Ah. <sighs> Now that is actually, now that I mention it, a great tool for people with social anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder likes to tell us that everybody is watching and everybody is judging you on your most painful insecurities. But if you get a client with social anxiety disorder like I had before and get them to scan the room, it provides them with evidence, real tangible evidence that nobody actually cares what you are doing. And it actually then empowers the client to proceed knowing these falsehoods are exactly that. And really, everybody's just worried about themselves. 
illogical, repetitive, negative thought patterns that actually have no basis at all wiped out just like that with real tangible evidence. So an individual then, at least in that moment, can set those negative thoughts free just by scanning the room, checking the facts of the situation. And over time, if the client is able to practice this skill and confront the negative thoughts that others are judging them when they're not, they can swiftly put them in their place and doing repeatedly, doing so repeatedly can make this easy skill second nature or habitual, which is exactly what we want. That, my friends, is a great tool to combat social anxiety disorder. Actually have a look at what's going on and don't blindly trust the falsehoods the disorder is telling you. Take your awareness out from inside your head, as scary as this may seem, where all the distorted negative thoughts are festering away, and take your awareness out into the external environment. And by doing so, you can render its attempts, that social anxiety's attempts, as futile when judged compared to the real evidence found just by scanning the room quickly. How easy is that? Although, like everything, it takes practice. So anyway, this is obviously a skill I need to practice myself. One I used to teach kids when I was a behavioral therapist Sometimes I should just take my own bloody advice, but of course, it's much harder to tell yourself to do the right thing and actually do it than tell another person to do it. That is the easy part. Now, what is the point of going through all of this stress just to color in some bird on a piece of paper? Well, let's look at the research. So this paper is titled, Sharpen Your Pencils, Preliminary evidence that adult coloring reduces depressive symptoms and anxiety. So this is what they found. Female university students were randomly assigned to a coloring intervention or a logic puzzle control group. So that's the control group that we're being measured against. Participants completed an inventory of psychological measures, depressive symptoms, stress, anxiety, resilience, mindfulness, and then participated in a one-week intervention of either daily coloring or the logic puzzles. Remember, that's the control group. So we're expecting the logic puzzles to be doing nothing. Following the intervention, and hopefully that the coloring group will be doing a lot, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Following the intervention, participants again completed the inventory of psychological measures. Coloring in participants showed significantly lower levels of depressive symptoms and anxiety after the intervention, but control participants did not. That is exactly what you want to hear in research. So we conclude that daily coloring can improve some negative psychological outcomes and that it may provide an effective, inexpensive and highly accessible self-help tool for non-clinical samples. So there you have it. The research is telling me personally that I need to continue and finish this stupid bird because it will alleviate some of my anxious and depressive symptoms. And I must say, for all of my complaining, of which there's been plenty, I actually do feel good when I'm doing it. And I can't wait to finish it and share it all with you on the podcast Instagram page. And in case you've forgotten what that is, on Instagram, it is at the podcast. Or you can even follow my personal account 
at elliot.t.waters. Okay, that's it for today's episode. Just a little bit of insight into what's going on here. I am sweating bullets. I swear everyone is negatively judging me, even though when I do the exercise that I just outlined, I find out very quickly no one actually cares what I'm doing at all. Anyway, we'll get there. I promise we'll get there and I'll let you know all about it. If you are enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, please give us a five-star rating. That'd be great for the algorithms and share it around with your mates, especially the ones who maybe need to hear this sort of stuff. That would be great. And you can always write to me on Instagram and I'll get to you eventually when I can. I promise I'll reply. And if anyone's got any topics that they'd like me to cover, please send them through too. Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you next time in the next episode of the Disregulated Podcast.